I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hi, AfterBuzz TV yeah. Drag Race fans. You are in for season 12, episode 5. We're about to break things down with our very special guest, Dita Ritz. How are you, Dita? Oh, I'm good. I'm, you know, just hanging in there like everyone else. How are you? <laughs> good, good. I am your host, 123 Jackie B. And with me, as always, are Jayla Rocks. Hey, 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 it's me in the building. Holly Drennan. Hi, coming live from my bedroom. And Mark J. Freeman. Hello, coming live from outside of Ollie's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was you? Oh my. <laughs> it started already. When Mark isn't turning tricks for toilet paper, that's what he's doing. That's right. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> so I just want to ask you guys, what were your initial thoughts on this episode? It was uh, Untucked got pretty spicy. Um, but what did what did you guys think generally of the episode itself? <laughs> no thoughts. No Who are you like, asking, Jackie? Tell us who you're talking to. Uh, Jayla, what did you think of the episode? Um, I feel like there are a lot of people that got robbed this episode. It was the episode of robbery, and um, I guess we'll, I guess it'll. All will be revealed once we recover uh, cover everything in this episode. But other than that, I'll let so I'll pass the torch. Dito, um, have you been enjoying this season? Uh, yeah, I have. And, you know, it's it's de this season is definitely different from all of the others. There's just so many things I've noticed, but I have really enjoyed so far what I've really watched. I think it's like we're watching like a true sisterhood of, of girls. You know, I think. All the other seasons, we've all kind of been very just vicious with each other, but this season really tend they really seem to have like a love and kind of like they're hard on each other, but they also have each other's back. I mean, so it's kind of good, it's kind of cool to see, especially in everything that's going on with their cast, you know, with the whole Sherry Pie incident, but then also like them being quarantined, not even being able to live and have the full experience right now of, you know, traveling and DragCon and those things. Mm -hmm. We're so bummed about DragCon. I but, was so sad. I was so, so sad when I heard about it. I was like, oh, you know, but I was like, I was in the beginning of planning it. So I was able to pull out of things and not be locked in. But, you know, it was very, it's very sad to me too, because I enjoyed, I enjoy going there and meeting all the fans and all the people and the kids and all that's fun. Yeah. So Mark, uh, your thoughts on the episode? Initial uh, thoughts? Well I'm, I'm afraid to say because Kenny Harrison is in the chat room. <laughs> she's, she's a little bitch when it comes to my opinions. But, oh no! Um, I thought I thought there were a lot of. Did somebody just say this? A lot of missed opportunities and stuff. I think there were things that um, happened that should have been talked about that weren't talked about in the acting challenge. Um, things that slid under the radar. So oh, we'll get into it, Ali. Uh, it was uh, really enjoyable. I really enjoyed the challenge personally. I know we kind of disagree on kind of like who should have won maybe, but I love the fact that they've used Grey's Anatomy in this episode because it's a show that I don't watch, but I feel like even if you don't watch it, you still somehow are able to get the outlandish like references because like I understood everything that was going on despite me not even watching that show because it's just such a freaking soap opera and it's perfect for Drag Race and I really enjoyed the challenge. 
Um, but yeah, let's get into it because there's lots to unpack. And Mark is ready. Jayla's ready. Jackie's ready. Dita is ready. Let's do it. All right. So, you guys, I just wanted to take a minute to thank the people who are joining in our chat room. We have Kenny Harrison, previous host, Ronnie, previous host. Um, we have Jeffy Weppy, love that name. Uh, Stephen Bauer. Joseph. Joseph. Uh, thank you to all our fans who tune in and watch us live. Um, and if you comment on iTunes, give us a five-star rating or comment on YouTube, we will make you, we could make you fan of the week. So make Which it a simple a comment. Worry place to be. Yeah. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, uh, Thursday was the 15th anniversary of Grey's Anatomy as well, by the way. Oh, well, there you go. Happy birthday. Give me something new. Birthday. I don't watch <laughs> either, so whatever. Did you say 50th or 15th? It's one five. But it feels like 50. I know. I don't know, I don't know how it's still on. I don't know how it's still on. I so the, watching it like season four. Oh, really? You've been watching it since season four? No, I stopped watching that season oh. four. I, <laughs> Where is the shade? The episode after the penis fish, that like kind of like threw me off. I don't know if you know what episode I'm talking about, but it's the infamous penis fish episode. Threw me off. They, it's Yeah, I, I stopped watching earlier, but they started to get too crazy in the storylines. Um, let's start with talking about the mini challenge, which I don't know if that was really a challenge. It was just like, it was just the pit crew handing out pills and then mm -hmm. the people who got the pink pills were the ones who got to pick um, who uh, who was what role. And so that was Nikki and Gigi. Um, do you guys think that they, like, I wonder if they, like, somehow finagle it so they know who's actually picking <laughs> it out, you know? Right. Because it's... No, it's that's that's what I thought because Gigi and Nikki are known as the look queens this season. So I don't know how exactly they finagled it, as you said. But that's what I was thinking too, because it's just a huge coincidence that those two ended up as like the the casting directors. Yeah, you can definitely tell, but definitely I will give Gigi credit. Gigi even admits that like untouched, she kind of took control and like said, you know, suggested a role to Nikki and really like delegated out roles. Um, I, I mean, I thought, I thought, in my opinion, all the roles were kind of handed out fairly. All the girls seemed to have acted up to their part. There were some girls that I think that stepped to the plate, and I do think there were some missed opportunities. I keep, keep bringing that up, but. No, but I do agree yeah, so with you. I think it was fair. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. So that's going to be the word of the episode. So every time we know or say anything about a missed opportunity, <laughs> those out there, take a drink, send us some thumbs up, send us something, you know what I mean? And shake mm -hmm. a drink. So the word of the day is what? Missed, missed opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> but... I do think, like I agree with you, Dita. I do think it was, I do think it was fair the way that they doled the roles out because usually, you know, at, at this point, you see the queens trying to be like shady or, or people are fighting yeah. for roles much. You know, there was there was some upset like from Aiden and Widow's part about the roles, but it seems like they didn't. Neither of them let that overtake them. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like there is like this little narrative that is kind of trying to be pushed that Widow was throwing a tantrum. When I think Widow was upset about the role, but I think she was trying to keep it together because she understands the politics of the show and she didn't want to look crazy on camera over a role because Widow is talented. So I think that even that, like that little bit, I have to throw that out there. I know this, that that little narrative is trying to be pushed. And I don't, I think she was just trying to keep it cool. And Widow did a great job. I even think Widow could have went more ham because I know Widow outside of the <laughs> show. But I I definitely, once again, think like, you know, those little situations, right, you know. I have a question. And this goes to Dita. I'm gonna swipe back and see your face. Hi, Dita. Hi, <laughs> 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 okay, so you being someone that is in who's who's done drag race before, so you are confirming that there is some type of narrative or politics that goes on in drag race. Oh, most definitely there's politics that goes on in drag race. I don't know if I'm the first one that's breaking news with that, but <laughs> I, I mean there is definitely politics and and the way, even like the way you move in the game, and I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was an idiot industry, you know. Like, what did you say? Oh, we had a conversation about it in our pre-show before the show started about like how the politics are going to like cater to each girl differently, and that's why I feel like a lot of it, uh, like I said, Miss Opportunity, it has a lot to do with the narrative for the sake of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's just, it's definitely that. It's just like taking what is given to you and just going ham with it, you know? That's just basically what it is, you know? Widow was that pregnant woman. She was just she should, should have been screaming balls of the wall, going ham, like so obnoxious, you know? Like, you know, just taking it, you know, I always think about my whole thing, like, um, when I did my acting challenge and I personally think I should have won my acting challenge, but Latrice won. I couldn't be angry and bitter because I already knew how that was going to look. You know, I wasn't trying to come off looking like no angry, bitter queen. So I had to be like, okay, I just won. Congrats. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's like, it just comes down to whatever the judge's personal taste is because they're, I do think like watching it, you know, there were, it, especially in this episode, it seemed they got really nitpicky towards the end because I was like, I don't think anybody did really bad, you know? No, yeah. and they even said that they were like fine, like it was like combing hairs and really nitpicking. Rue even said that, like, I think she said that to one of the girls, like it's, we're like being picky at this point because it is the competition is fierce, like Britta said. Yes. Um. So, Mark, do you think Aiden deserved all that hate for her performance? For this particular episode, for which she didn't Correct. have? No, she yeah. didn't. I, I mean, I agree with you. I don't. I don't think she did either because I, I thought you know she didn't want that role, and she was really funny and did a good job with it. And um, it was weird to me and untucked that the queens were picking on something she did in the previous episode and saying in this episode she should go home for it, you know? Um, well, Ollie, what do you think? Or Mark? Oh, please, Mark, but Mark first, because Mark's ready. Mark's been waiting for this for <laughs> since, since Friday. So Mark, please, all, all I'll say, yeah. no, all I'll say really quickly is that I feel like Aiden 
it's like it was so her performance was so bad it was so good and, and it was memorable whereas like other queens such as Nikki and Britta they weren't memorable they were not selling their 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 role at all whereas Aiden actually excelled and I think honestly those two were the ones that to me stood out they were coming for Aiden in the untucked episode so I think they were just really salty that they didn't perform like Aiden actually did in this episode so please Mark take it away <laughs> um I think well let's not forget that people bully and abuse other people because of their own insecurities so clearly there's a lot of insecurities in that room I think that Aiden and Heidi might be the two strongest human beings in drag race history because they finally said the things that we all think when people are going at the queens during the untucked. I don't think that Aiden deserved what she was getting. I think every one of them, and they can be friends and friendly, and I'm sure they're all wonderful human beings and stuff, and maybe some of it was played up for the camera. That's totally fine. But if, again, and I say this every season, if you're gonna do that, you're gonna play to the camera, you're gonna want your camera time, you're gonna trash talk people, and you gotta, you, you gotta fucking, Sorry, I keep doing this because I'm at home. If I was in the studio, I wouldn't drop the F-bomb. I just want to say that. Um, so I wrote down, I'll show everybody. I wrote down, this is one page here and it spills over onto this page here to here. This is just this episode. All the things that people said about Aiden in a negative way throughout this, the whole episode. And that I counted looks, like dirty looks that they that they cut to. Now, granted, maybe that dirty look wasn't officially for Aiden, but was edited that way. I understand that. I'm not dumb. But I, kudos to her. She knocked the thing out of the... If anybody else was sitting there and you know had won, do they do they do that to Gigi? Well, Gigi, yeah, you won. But last week you really stunk and you probably should have gone home. No, they do, don't do that. And Aiden knocked it out of the ballpark. I was one of the few times I literally laughed out loud during the thing when she was like, boo, I almost peed myself. And her look on the runway was killer. And I wish they would have critiqued the top too, just so that people could have, so that they could have said how amazing her look was. I thought what she did was uh, unique and original and on brand for her and she knocked it out of the ballpark and kudos to her and kudos to Heidi for standing up for her. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I actually have a question for Dita that stems from this because uh, because the Queens mentioned in Untucked that some of the reason that they're mad at her is because they don't feel like a sense of camaraderie with her. Um, Dita, you've been on the show. Do you think that could have been actually like one of the motivators for why they were upset or was it just like misguided you think um I mean that could be like a motive most definitely I mean you are in the situation where you're like with these other queens and you all share this um ability to do drag and be the best and be called the best because you've been called by Rue to come together and do this and so you want to use that time to maybe have these little risks with each other whether they're real or fake um, but you want to have these risks with each other, but you also want to have built the sisterhood. You know, sometimes when you come on the show, you're meeting somebody who you, you've seen it. When the girls walk in, oh, I know who you are. Like, you know, you saw it with Kim Chi, you saw it with uh, Nina West, and you saw it with so many other queens who had names before even coming on the RuPaul's Drag Race. So it's important when you're there to build a sisterhood with the girls. Now, you may have beef, 
And hopefully you guys work through that and then move on from it. But it's okay to even, you know, that's okay. That, that's okay that you're there for. You know, you're, gonna, you're not going to get along with everybody. But I think that it is important to find at least one or two girls, even if you're not a, I want to meet everyone type of person, it's important at least to be like, you know, I want to have one girl or two girls I can latch on. I can have my back in a situation like that and untucked and be like, well, I know her. She don't act like that with me. Like, let me talk to her, you know. And maybe Aiden just didn't do that. Or maybe Aiden just didn't reach out to nobody like that because, you know, it is hard to have, for some girls, it is hard to be friends with other drag queens in the industry. It, just, it is. For me, it isn't because I guess I've always been a drag queens kind of girl. But for a lot of queens I talk to, it's hard. They, you know, it's difficult. Um, so... Jayla, did you have any favorites or least favorites in the uh, acting challenge? Uh, I absolutely did. And however, um, I my favorite is now disqualified. And like I said, at the beginning of the season, um, what that person's performer's performance of from this show is based off of that and we're not basing it off of anything else that was coming after that um but i say that sp was my favorite overall entertaining to watch along with aiden dane and uh heidi and jackie i, I mean, you know what what was interesting about you like you saying sherry pie is like it it this is going to be hard when it gets to the end because she has been doing so well in the challenges and especially for, for me at least, like watching this challenge, I did think that she was one of the funniest ones. Mm -hmm. So um, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to, to see like when they get to the end, like how far she gets. Cause I, yeah. I would imagine she gets top three. Like, I I don't know right. like what they're gonna do with it. I think know? it's it does suck because I feel like there is such a hole. There's such a major hole in season 12 right now because of it and like, I don't, I don't stand by her actions. They were wrong. They were disgusting. But it does, in a sense, like, I know people might disagree with me, but I almost want it. I want to see the whole thing. Like, I don't want it to be edited, in a sense, because that whole that we're just seeing, that disconnect because of SP, like, I'm even censoring myself right now. It is just constantly reminding me of what she did in the past. So it's almost as if I just want to see the whole thing. So it's not just giving us, like, this blank, sense of like what what just happened because we're not even getting her confessionals anymore so i agree with jayla uh i also love jan jan was hilarious because when she threw Gigi, that was the scene for me i was living so shout out to jan because she's definitely a performer i loved widow thought she should have won but bottoms for me were definitely britta and nikki so i shout, shout out to jan yeah, I thought it was great that we had um, a cameo from Broccoli, Brock Ally. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Dahlia was hilarious. And I almost didn't catch it because I was like, oh, oh, that's funny now. <laughs> Gone, yeah. So it was, a, it was a second, like, back joke, I guess. The only thing that confused me was it was actually a comment that Jackie made earlier um, you had Jan playing like Jackie, like the the Meredith Grey character, um, in like after her face is like reconstructed. I do wish that they had picked somebody else to play that second role because of the sight gag that never happened. It's like it was hard to understand that. Drink. Um. 
So unless right. you have any more comments on the challenge, I was going to move on to the runway. I was, I was going to say, I agree. I agree 100% that that to me pissed me off more than anything was that nobody commented. And that to me is a Gigi and Nikki doll mistake in casting Jan as that second. It just, as from somebody who has studied with some of the best, sorry, I'm gonna toot my own freaking horn here for a second. I studied at Leslie Kahn. I studied comedy. I know what this shit's supposed to be. And she cast that with two people that looked exactly the same. And it was clear from the writing that it was supposed to be a completely different human being. That should have been Widow, or it should have been somebody who looks completely opposite of what Jackie or Jan looked like. Completely opposite. Pissed me off. And then you commented about the part where she threw Gigi, which was cute, was funny, but why didn't she throw Jackie? Because she was supposed to replace Jackie. So if they were yeah. walking in, Jan should have pulled Jackie off and stepped in for her instead of Gigi. I didn't understand. I mean, it was a funny bit, but it didn't like make sense to the whole thing. It just, I don't know. I just felt like there were so many just missed opportunities of the comedy and things that they let slide that I just didn't think were funny. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, I said just, it's always funny how you can tell when they want you to like somebody because they'll play the laugh track after their lines and they'll play it and I go, oh, was that supposed to be funny? <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> I'm not saying the gig. The gig was well, let's funny. move on to the runway. I let's move on to the runway. It was funny, Bring it to the runway. Bring it to the runway. Bring it to the runway. 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 Run, Jackie. Take us to the runway. So, Dita, <laughs> on this show, we like to give um, our instead of going through the runway uh, person by person, which would take too long, we like to give our tops and bottoms of the runway. So who were your favorites and who are your least favorites on today's runway? Or Friday's um, Okay, so my least favorites are a few that really stuck out to me. I really loved Gigi's. Um, I really enjoyed um, Jada's. I thought it was like super futuristic and like very like, like um, that, uh, Actually, the movie doesn't pop in my head. Mars Attack, but it was like almost like this African, like black Ebony goddess version of it, which I love. Um, uh, and I, um, I guess some girls that I didn't like, I really, I did not like Heidi's. I felt like it was very like a disconnect, the, the, the rainbow cape with a whole dark black, everything, everything black it done. I loved it. I mean, the cape should have been black and it could have been her entire look, but I just didn't like that. And then, um, uh, that was about the only one that really stuck out. Everybody else seemed to. Oh, I, I know everyone liked Jan Sports. I thought Jan Sports was like a little too simple. I I didn't like. <laughs> this is so weird for me to say because I've been liking Jan's outfits this whole time, but I actually thought hers was one of the worst because it was like you said, really simple. And then the cape. I I do agree with Michelle that the cape needs to have a wow factor. It's a it's a cape challenge and her cape was not a cape. It was just kind of like a piece of fabric. I mean, so. she could have like came out and the cape could have been like, I mean, just ginormous and took over that whole entire stage and created an effect. It, it just could have done something more to it. And that was, all. I mean, she's a beautiful queen, but she just, I just felt it was like kind of simple. Yeah. Jayla, thoughts on? All right. <laughs> so, 
Um, I thought that the runway challenge uh, um, was very, it, it was very what we needed for these girls to kind of live their best fantasy. And I always love to see the queens like really do this whole self-expression gig. So with that being said, my top three that I picked this week for the runway have to be in no particular order, Jada, Nikki, and Gigi. Um, my runner-ups are SP and Aiden. That's good. Uh, Ollie? Okay. So I just have to say this. In a particular order, I loved Crystal's cape because it was, to me, stood out as a cape. I loved it. That was a massive tapestry she had going on there. So she was my favorite of the week. Loved it. Loved it. Um, I also loved, I actually did like Jans. To me, it read a little bit more superhero, which like I was trying to look for because I'm like, capes, where are the superheroes? I am a nerd. Jayla, you can vouch for me. We are nerds as well. So I was looking for like the superhero kind of looks. And I also just loved uh, Jadis as well because those were the ones that were more superhero to me. Um, but yeah, are we doing bottoms right now? Or are we doing just top? You can do whatever you want. Uh, I do want to shout out Aiden because I feel like she really, she's an honorable mention because she really hit it on the nail with her whole, her spiel about kind of simplicity, but having that wow factor. And I feel like kind of having like the, um, the moth on her face. Is that Candyman? What is that? Silence of the Lamb. Silence of the Lamb. Like to me, that was really Aiden kind of showcasing Aiden Zane this week. So shout out to her. Um, mm -hmm. And bottoms were definitely Britta. You know, I love chaps, y'all. But where was the cape, Britta? That was that was some sheer, no, Britta, no. So, Ronnie, I'm very like, I'm like, as I watch this more and more, I get a little concerned with Britta. Right? Yeah. Same. Yeah. I get she's concerned like, because I feel like it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, when it's RuPaul's Drag Race, it's, Ru has said it. Ru has said it before. A lot of people say it's the Olympics of dragons, so it's really important for you to understand that maybe you're like you're really talented in New York City, which New York City is the best of the best, honey. But they're going to be pulling other people who are super talented from everywhere else, and it's your job to you know be a team player and you know not come off a certain way and not get upset if the wins aren't always to you. And I really worry. I just I'm more worried as I watch because right, you know. You know how the fan base is. They don't like that. They don't like that mm -hmm. type of girl, you know? Because she is a name they in like New York. They like a bitch, but they don't like an authentic one. <laughs> right. And it's like what your your success in real life doesn't always translate to Drag Race, the format of the television show. So it's such a slippery well, slope. I don't think also a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people understand also too, and like girls understand that when you come on that show, everything you did before Drag Race really does not matter. This is really, you know, what starts your unfortunately um, like right now in drag? This is really what starts your career off when you come on drag race. Everything you did is just a part of the resume, you know, and everything you do now is really what is going to determine the future of your career when you come on that show. And I don't think a lot of girls really understand that. And then they, you know, have situations like that. So I, I don't know. I just worry. I'm, just, I, I'm glad that at least she's like, I guess, indoors watching this and not having to deal with, you know, fans because it can get really ugly sometimes. Uh, Mark, I know you have thoughts on the runway. Me? Yeah. Um, I'm my top, I agree with Ollie. Founder. Crystal knocked it out of the ballpark. Um, I also thought Aiden was top three, in my opinion. I just thought when it came around the corner, I was just like, shut up. 
and I like when I have an audible response to things. Um, I actually really like Jackie's. I just thought it was a nice, like it, 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 it was her, and then she did the cape thing. So I thought it was great. Those were my top three. Uh, bottom, hands down, Widow, Britta, and Jan. Just, I, if I never saw them again, I'd be fine. I, I loved, uh, I, I love a good pop culture reference. So my top three are all pop culture references. So I like that Gigi did Troop Beverly Hills. I think that's so awesome. One of my favorite movies. Uh, I love that Sherry did Elvis. Um, and I love that Aiden did Silence of the Lambs. And I, I love that they also had like a substantial looking cape with their outfit. Um, because I feel like, yeah, if it's going to be a cape challenge, you should have like a cool cape. Um, but having said that, we, so in this episode, um, Britta manages to escape the lip sync, even though like Dita, I agree with you. I, I, I thought she was going to be in the bottom actually. Um, I didn't, I actually didn't find her that entertaining in the acting challenge. So I, I thought she was like, she was fine in the sense that she knew her lines, mm -hmm. but not fine in the sense that like, she really didn't stand out. And after the last episode, they you know, like you're in the bottom, you would think that fire is under you, but it just didn't happen. Who's this? So, and I think she also had like kind of that fear of also being in a scene with Aiden because there is such a thing with she has against Aiden. So I think it was almost difficult. She was in her head too with that. Like, I don't want to be in a scene with Aiden, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was uh, Nikki versus Heidi and Jayla, Heidi did not go home. <laughs> 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 that was your prediction last week that Heidi would go home, right? Let me say this. For the sake of the show, we are all fans of it. And when we make our predictions, we are not saying that these queens are not talented. We are going with the base of the fact that this show is opinionated based. And although based off of my prediction, just based off how the show is being told to us, that is where my predictions are being based off of, not for the lack of the talent of the queen, because if you didn't have talent, you wouldn't be there. So all of these girls are talented. So my prediction was wrong, and I will publicly publicly say that I was wrong. I did, I did, I did notice in this uh, lip sync that um, it's unfortunate, but I could tell that Nikki was having trouble with the words in the lip sync, which made it distracting when Heidi, it looked like Heidi really did know the words. Right. So I, I think I think that's that's probably what happened it's there. Kim Petrus, I mean, hard to break. All the gays, all the queer community knows this song. No. I thought uh, Heidi was performing like she was at the club, at the viewing party. She was mm -hmm. feeling off and giving that fantasy like the episode just finished. And she's yeah. Also, which we forgot to say when Rue asked the question, who should go home? Nikki said herself. So I, I mean, I feel like Nikki was so defeated in this episode and it was, definitely like it was very predictable of course Heidi Heidi Slade but also Nikki just isn't I don't know she's so talented and I love her I love her looks but I feel like there's I mean this was a year ago too but I mean just her performance even in the last lip sync that she was in was just very not on par so I mean it was definitely deserved that Heidi should stay this week absolutely but I also think though why didn't we get Normani? Normani was the guest judge, which she is amazing, motivation, 
diamonds. Why didn't we get motivation for a lip sync song? Yeah, that whole thing was weird. I was like, why? What? Missed opportunity. Oh, so weird. Um, I also think Nikki had one of the, like, one of the most classy exits because, like, we've had, like, we've had some exits where the, you know, this season where they're, um, I can't even remember the name of the queen who was the first to leave. What was her name again? Dahlia. 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 Yeah. When Dahlia left, it was kind of like, like nasty and blah. And then, you know, Rockham was such a, like an emotional mess when she left. And now Nikki was just like, it was like, thank you, you know, say your exit line and leave. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, this is like the normal exit we've been waiting for. Oh my God, am I allowed to make a prediction? Yes. yes. Fred I, predict, <laughs> I predict that Rockham will be one of the girls that comes back. You know how Rue always picks up the cell phone and says, do you mind coming back? And then like, you know, someone needs <laughs> to come back into the competition. I think Rockham's going to be that. Ooh. Yeah. And she'll be doing like 10 backflips onto, <laughs> into the scene when she comes back. I just... I felt like we were all, of course, all quarantined, so no, there were no viewing parties, but I just felt everyone in the bars just, I imagined everyone just upset justice for Rockham. I literally just imagined it. Mm, um, right. I'm predicting it. I just, I just know how things go. I, that's what I'm, I'm predicting, but I could be wrong. <laughs> uh, speaking of epic lip syncs, um, before quarantine, we saw Dita at Mickey's, and... Um, uh. And it was awesome. And I, I remember you actually did your number twice because I think there was like a sound issue with the first number. And then people uh -huh. were just like, no, just go, keep going. Um, yes, it was uh, the song uh, Faith of a Mustard Seed. It was very gospel. She took us to church, I remember. Oh, yes. <laughs> I have I've been putting a little bit more like gospel into like my whole thing lately because I just, my grandmother used to do it all the time. so. I just been doing it, and I, I grew up in the church. I'm a PK kid, so when I was there, I was like, I've never done gospel at Mickey's, and I know they record the performances. So I was like, I want to do something that I've not done, you know, for the people who watch the show. That's awesome. Are you doing any? Um, I know there are queens out there who are doing like digital shows for people. Are you doing any um, digital shows that people can catch? Yes, um, I uh, did one actually earlier. There's a, a drag brunch on Sundays here at Meeting House, uh, Place Coffee House. It's called Sunday Social, um, hosted by my friend Camilla Fox. I did uh, her show earlier today, and then last night I did T Rex, who she works at Ross, so she hosts the viewing parties. Uh, she has a show called Drag Matinee, uh, usually on Saturday night, but obviously with that little quarantine, everybody's watching, so she does our streaming every Saturday, it sounds like. Uh, and I did that last night. So yeah, I've been bouncing in and out. It's been a, it's it's been a new normal, and I'm trying to like get used to it. You know, I mean, I am a girl with my money. I like my money. <laughs> you had uh, one of my favorite lip syncs of all time. The uh, everlast. This will be an everlasting love. Natalie Cole, the princess versus you. Um, do you ever have people like? come up to you and talk to you about that lip sync or like ask you what went through your head at that time when it happened? Oh yeah. Um, it's like the first thing that a lot of people say when they meet me is they love the lip sync. And so one, one thing they love and they like, they really recognize me from 
Um, I love when when I was actually in uh, I was in LA work and that was at Hamburger Mayor's album um, on the beach, I believe. And I just got decided to do it because sometimes I like to just pop up and do it because it really does make people happy when they, when they realize me and I'm that queen, you know. Um, and so I was performing and this I saw this girl all of a sudden just pop up and scream, no, no. And then her friends, like she looked at her friends and then she looked back at me, she started throwing money towards me and I was like, yup, it's me. And so for me, it's really, I'm glad that that's one thing that people remember me from the show with because I'm just not a girl that changes or anything. I just like to do a job and perform. And I'm glad that people recognize that I'm a good entertainer and like, you know, that's what it is. And all-star can i ask a quick question would you ever do all-stars six five seven eighty four dita would you be down i mean oh absolutely i've always said i'm so down i always say that like for the people who like really want to like see your girl even just like me of course i want to do it but there's so many girls who want to do it too. like you have to like really make it so known on social media and like be in these people's mentions and like you know VH1 and Viacom and even RuPaul himself and like you know RuPaul's Drag Race and World of Wonder you know you have to just really let them know because truth be told they're so busy doing so many other things they might they don't really always have time to focus on the mass of queens that you know that want the opportunity so but I definitely make it very well known I would love to be on All Stars honey most definitely mm-hmm. <laughs> yes I'm here for it. I would love it. I would love it. And I always say, I think that I would definitely probably win because my mind is just in the, I'm just such a different queen at this point in my life. You know, I move differently. I feel like I just, and I also feel like I'm a, I don't want to toot my own heart, but I also feel like I am a queen that people can look at as an example in the industry because I have, for the most part, and I was thinking about this the other day, like I have a really good rapport with basically every queen in the industry. I don't really have any nasty rapport with any queens it's it's you know i i know and i've worked with every major queen in this industry so, you know I've, I'm a, I've been in the business almost 15 years so i've learned a thing or two i mean it's, it's been a long time since season four I, I actually started doing this reviews in season four so i was looking back and i was like oh my gosh i can't believe how long it's been you know um, i know it's just wild that the show it's like incredible and amazing that the show has been on the air for so long I know. I, it, I I think the same thing too. Is 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 it's a it's a blessing in a curse at times, but it's mostly a blessing, honey. I take the blessings. <laughs> Mark or Jayla, do you guys have any other questions? Um, I don't think I think you guys have cleared everything out for me. I don't have anything else. Dita, um, yeah. people in the t- people in the chat room are saying how underwhelmed they've been with the lip syncs lately. Um, So what advice do you give season 12 and 13 and 14 queens for their lip sync for their life as a connoisseur of a lip sync for your life? Darling, I would just say, honestly, it's just all about attitude. And it's really about like the believing of like, you know, the princess and I knew each other 
before coming on a drag race. And that was hard for me, the idea of having to lip sync against her. But I also had to remember, like, she's thinking the same thing. She's not gonna, she doesn't want to go home. I don't want to go home. So this is a moment of history, like, that we gave with each other. And that's just what it has to be. I think that a lot of girls just get in their head about, you know, oh, I want to look cute and I don't want my wig to fall off. You know, if the wig fall off by accident, we'll take that, you know. But, you know, like, if your shoe fall off, if something, like, you know, my earring fell off when I was when I was performing, but I didn't stop and look for the earring. You know, I feel like the girls just have to perform. And also, like, I know that death drops and splits are the thing and they're cute, but, like, you know, let's limit it to maybe one or two during the listing, ladies. I'm just saying. <laughs> true. That's true. Um. We have fans of the week. Um, I, we like to thank the people who comment on our videos and um, rate us on iTunes. So Pedro Vanucci said we were the best reviewers of Drag Race. So that's why you're a fan of the week. And then uh, Kyla McConnell and Harold Lopez, you guys are also fans of the week. So thank you guys for commenting. Um, Mark, do you have a quote yeah. of the week? I do have a quote of the week. Uh, my quote of the week goes to Miss Heidi uh, when she says, I think Jan would be trade of the season if she had her boy brows. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> oh, um, do you guys have any last thoughts on the episode before we go into some predictions? Mm. No? We're good? S Snatch game is uh, nice. Snatch game is next, yeah. The yes. chat chat said it. Someone in and the chat room said that they were worried about the, these queens for Snatch Game. But I actually think, like, after watching this acting challenge and seeing, like, yes, you saw people struggle with their lines, which I feel is like a normal thing, but it didn't read as a struggle when you watched it. So I feel like, I don't know, I feel like these queens would do really good in a Snatch Game. And yep. Anybody else? I'm excited. Huh? Mark? Better faith than I do. <laughs> well, I like, you know, Snatch Game is very sensitive to me because I was, you know, season four of Snatch Game was a complete disaster in my opinion. <laughs> and I, uh, you know, Snatch Game for me is the episode I always pay really close attention to because, you know, I know kind of already what kind of how the show moves behind the scenes, just from the experience. And so I am always paying attention to who is like, you know, going overboard or who is it, you know, who's staying in their place, who's, you know, you know, really like behaving themselves. And so for me, Snatch Game is always, and, and for me, it does separate, you know, the 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 people who know what they're there for and the people who kind of are just coasting. It does, it separates kind of the, the, the competition. Right. Totally. Agree 100%. So this, so this one's for Jayla. Jayla, who are your predictions for top three? Oh, no, you're going to give me top a trip. three. Oh. <laughs> okay, so my top three to get to the and end. And it doesn't, we, what I'm asking is your predictions for what you think will happen, not not necessarily like who you think should be in the top three. You know, like, next week? Yeah. No, in, in, in this season. <clears throat> top three. Uh, off the top of my head, Gigi, um, Crystal, and 
based off of critiques and stuff, I have to say Heidi surprisingly. Because there you go, they, Heidi. They will, because uh, I feel like regardless of, I feel like they will feel bad if they send her home. Yeah. Yeah, like Rocco. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, just, I feel like that. But that's what it takes. They're not, they're not looking for who has the best costume. They're looking about who actually can carry the show, who has great personality. And I feel like those are my, that will be the top three if it was my if it was Jayla's Drag Race. Yeah. Did anybody I'm, else want to get a top three? I oh, no. Oh, they're good. I love Jayla. Your top three. I would love for that to happen, but I feel like. I, my prediction would be Gigi, Jada, Widow. That's mine. I love, I love Crystal, but I feel like Gigi, Jada, and Widow are really excelling early in the competition. And I always just look for those people who are excelling early in the competition because they typically end up at the end somehow in some shape or form. But I love, I love your top three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, um top like uh definitely Gigi and Jada I think that they have been very consistent very strong and consistent um the other I really don't know yet but I did want to bring this up is anyone out there notice also how much Gigi and Morgan McMichaels look like they could really be from the same drag family yes they look so yes. much alike but yes. not in a bad like they look but not you know who they I was noticing that when I was watching the episode earlier. I was like, wow, that looks... And I haven't text. I need to text Morgan and tell her that. But I was like, oh my <laughs> God, her and Gigi look so much alike. It's crazy. Mark, do you have any thoughts yeah, I don't on know who else in that, that top three. I don't know. It's just definitely Gigi and Jada. Who do I think will be in the top three? Yes. It's just who you think will be. It's not necessarily, like, personally who you think is, like, you like personally. Uh, well, they've made it clear who the top three are, so I don't know why we're even having this discussion. It's going to be Gigi, Jada, and SP. Well, we don't know if there's like a top four. What if there's a top four? Widow. One of the fans actually had a good question that um, this is like the last question I want to leave you guys with, which is um, they they film so they film the um, reunion and the finale. They're, they were set to film it at the end of this season, you know, and then you, I think it's like two weeks before or something like that. And then it airs. But now that we're in quarantine and in Los Angeles, we've been told we could be in quarantine up through the end of May. So um, what do you guys think that they will do in the event that we're on quarantine through May? I get I, to pick the it, winner. Yeah. What? <laughs> Rue's gonna pick the winner or they're gonna do some like cheesy online contest. Virtual streaming, maybe, you know, it's working for a lot of queens. So maybe they'll do some kind of, I don't know, at home. I don't know. It's, it's really interesting that you bring that question. They definitely are gonna have to get the fans because the fans always, I've always said the fans really do have a hand in who, who the winner is. I've always, the people who I've always predicted who I can kind of see whenever I see seasons come up, I'm like, oh, the fans are gonna love her. And then usually the fans are loving her and that person wins or that person is in the top three. So the, they don't need the fans to kind of like help for that too. Cause I mean, if Rue picks, you know, Rue picks then everybody would just be mad at who Rue picks. <laughs> 
All and right. Then I don't well, think thank you. Even wants that on her. Like, how are we gonna deal with that? Yeah. <laughs> well. Dita, thank you so much for joining us. This is all um, the time we have for today. We so appreciate you being here. It was so much fun talking to you. Yeah. Um, thank you, guys. Appreciate being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. And let, thank let you. people know um, where they can find you on um, Twitter and Instagram and things like that so that they can follow you and check out um, your quarantine live shows. Mm -hmm. That is basically what it's become. Yeah, no, you can follow me on at, um, at Dita Swag on Instagram, um, The Real Dita Swag on Twitter, uh, Dita Ritz on Facebook. And yeah, it's really been fun for me. I usually am a person who I just post the poster and then I go work and maybe try to fit in a picture here and there. But I've really been kind of falling in love with social media. I've always just been a, I really do like, I'm just a workaholic. So for me, the social media is kind of fun because I get to have these little moments and you know, talk to the fans through comments and stuff like that. It was fun. Um, you can find me at one, two, three, Jackie B on all platforms. Uh, Ollie, where can the people find you? Hey guys, um, I'm Ollie Jordan. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ollie Dreamer. This show was not a missed opportunity. <laughs> oh, and I oh. would drink, but I'm so out of margarita, so I gotta go make me another one. But yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. Follow me on the gram at who is Jayla Rocks. That's two X's, three if you nasty. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Mark J Freeman, or if you want to follow my lavish drag life at Lorraine Love, L-O-R-A-Y-N-E-L-O-V-E. Thank you, Dita. I love you. Mwah. Thank you so much. See you guys next week for Snatch Game. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.